along to binge watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we watched Bird Box on Netflix. Along with 45 million other Netflix users. Or Birchbox, as I call it. Yeah. (laughs) My boyfriend looked at me like I was insane when I was like you know Birchbox is on Netflix he's like I don't know what you're is this a makeup thing and I was like huh I was like no she's blindfold she what haven't you seen the memes and he's like bird box (laughs) (laughs) yeah poor Lisa she didn't get the she didn't get the the name until like the very end of the movie the very end god I swear I might be getting stupid (laughs) <laughs> the look. Really there was no voiceover. This movie did not have voiceover, and so you there had you, to, you had to put things together on your own. And oh. I don't like that. You know what would have been fabulous if they had Jughead narrating. <laughs> it looked like know. Riverdale, didn't it? It did. I, the only note I was going to write on this is: is this in the the next town? Um, what I call Greendale. it? Greendale. Like, no, I called it Blue River. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it looked like it was the same area. Yeah, I think it... I, mean, I don't know where it was filmed. Um, I, I think that those shots must be Canada. Oh, see, I was thinking North Carolina. No. You know we should Google this, but we're not going to. Y'all yeah, Google look, it and let us know. <laughs> we have told you plenty of times. Very little research. <laughs> well, you actually did some research that we'll get into later on. Yeah, I did. Um, so did you like it? I don't know. Okay. I legit don't know. I watched Mm -hmm. it like the first hour and then I fell asleep. And then I woke up when it ended. I was like, damn. And so I like rewound and and rewatched it and sat there. I mean, it held my interest, but I can't say I really liked it. I really, really liked it. The first time I tried watching it, though, I had to turn it off. Like, mm-hmm. halfway through the movie because it stressed me out too much. Maybe that's it. It stressed you out so much that you just fell asleep. Fell asleep. Listen, when I get <laughs> so stressed out, I drop. Lisa, that's called narcolepsy. <laughs> you should see oh someone God, about that. I narcolepsy. Yay! I just saw a commercial, like a like a medicine commercial, earlier this week for narcolepsy. And it was like, are you tired all the time? Do you fall asleep constantly? You might have narcolepsy. And it's like, no, motherfucker, we're just worn out. I'm exhausted. We're <laughs> just tired. Four fifteen every morning. So, no, yeah. duh, I'm exhausted by, like, Yeah, the noon. commercial had, like, this lady. She was, like, boiling water and, like, fell asleep on the counter while the, <laughs> oh my God. the water was boiling. That's super dangerous. That reminds me of somebody, but we won't say who. So, yeah, I tried watching it the first time, and I turned it off halfway through because it stressed me out. And Mm -hmm. then somebody else watched it, and they said, would it help if I told you that the kids survive? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes, now I can finish watching it as long as I know that the kids (laughs) don't die or, like... They have these little five-year-olds, like, horribly commit suicide. I was so stressed out about those damn kids all the time. This is why I can't be a parent. That, that shit looks so hard. I was not stressed out about it at all. No, you could give a fuck about the kids. <laughs> I care less what happens to the kids. You know what stressed me? That's horrible. God, I'm an awful person. <laughs> the, what stressed me out so much is just them all being in the house. Or, like, they couldn't go outside. They had to close up the windows and then, you know, when they went outside, which I thought was super genius to drive to the yeah. grocery store, they used navigation. And I was like, so brilliant. Yeah. So brilliant. But that, that I guess that claustrophobia, because, you know, I don't like to be 
indoors. I mean, I do and I don't. I don't want to be forced yeah. to be indoors. Like, I get cabin fever really easy. Yeah, my husband would would survive a day in this apocalypse. Um, <laughs> he, he always has to have the windows, like, the blinds and, like, curtains open all the time. But, mm. I mean, as soon as the sun goes down, he does walk around and, and close all the curtains. Because we're not psychopaths. We don't, like, invite serial killers into our homes. But there's no way he would be able to survive just living life without having the windows open. It would drive him insane. He would commit suicide before he saw the monsters. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's talk about that. So okay. what do you think What do you think it was that they were seeing? I went back and forth. Okay, in okay. the beginning, I thought it was some sort of, like, nerve gas, chemical warfare thing. Because it started in Europe. Um, in those areas, and it came to us. And to me, it just seemed like some new type of chemical warfare that they were using. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it makes sense. Yeah. Like, like some kind of, like, bioweapon that was, like, sprayed in the air yeah. and then, like, gave people, like, mass hysteria. Yeah. And which, yeah. you know, is actually brilliant um, mm-hmm. to do because then you don't have to fight anybody. Like, all you have to do is come up with this formula and just wait for the countries to fall. Like, Yeah, like kind of like the opposite of an antidepressant. <laughs> yeah, really. But then... then Anti-Wellbutrin. Was, right? Oh, God. And then I was like, okay, it's obviously not that. Because, I mean, just going outside with your eyes open gave it to you. So it would be in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Once you were inside, you were fine, which I still yes. don't get. And I still so it think, wasn't airborne. Yeah. And I still kind of think that, like, I don't understand why they had to keep everything closed. I can understand their eyes, but I felt like, especially towards the middle and the end, that it was like you had to be out in it with the voices and the wind and the leaves. For it to affect mm. you. So I was like, does it matter if you had the windows open, if you were, or the, you know, the blinds and everything taken off, as long as you weren't out in it? Right. Like, as long as it didn't get in the house. Yeah. Or in the car or whatever. Like, well, no, I don't think so because Olympia, the second pregnant lady, she, he opened the window, but the window was closed, but he opened the curtains. She saw it and then jumped through the window. So I think. But yeah, but why couldn't but he, they get into the houses? That was strange. But he had it. That British guy had it. Yeah, yeah. Like, remember, he'd already flipped during the whole pregnancy thing. Yeah, I kind of, um, yeah, he came into the house that way. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of lean toward more supernatural monster kind of thing. So all they had to do was put salt outside? Yes. <laughs> The only two surviving people are the Supernatural Brothers. Ugh, that's the world I want to live in. See, you would be so happy. (laughs) Yeah, I think, and I liked, uh, like, the religious aspect to it, too. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. these were, like, demons or something. Sure, sure. And so that's why it kind of affected, like, your your mental state, because it's, like, Mm -hmm. sort of like a spiritual thing, I think. Mm, um, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I went back and forth too. I think I like when movies do this when they don't show you the monster. Mm-hmm. I think that's scarier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Quiet Place did that. A Quiet Place, you kind of you saw like outlines of them, and I, th- I think they did end up showing yeah, them at the I, very end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for a while, like all you saw was like what they left behind, you know, yes. all the, all the damage that they did when they would walk around and stuff. And that was super, super scary. The whole movie didn't scare me except for when you thought she was going to step on that nail and then she did. 
literally yes. almost killed me. I, know. I was like, this is the scary MFR movie I've ever seen. Pregnant Lady 2. You know, uh, right? What is it? Why oh. are we so afraid of pregnant ladies? I'm or definitely afraid terrified. of being pregnant, or I don't know. Well, hmm. But did you notice who the second pregnant lady was? No. She's the actress that played Dumpling in Dumpling. <gasps> Shit, I knew I saw her for something. I knew I, like, I knew her. I was like, she kind of looks like her, but her hair's not frizzy. Well, it kind of is, but not really. And I was like, Google. And I looked her up and I was like, oh my God, it's the same one. I was like, good for her having a career on Netflix. Yeah, man, she's just killing it on Netflix. She's the first network star, uh, Netflix star <laughs> besides the Queer Eye guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about the cast. So, obviously, yes. Sandra Bullock, Sandy. We all love Sandy. You know, I've met her twice. Have Did you, you know really? That? Yep. Did she live yep. in New Orleans for a while? She does. I think she still does. Oh. Um, oh, at hey. the time, <laughs> we're very close. I have her autograph somewhere. But, anywho... <laughs> When her and Matthew McConaughey were filming or had finished filming A Time to Kill, whenever that was, like mid-90s, I was working, waiting tables in the French Quarter, and they were in. They both had come in. And, of course, he's a nobody, and everybody knew her. And I was like, oh, my God. So I went upstairs where the women's restroom was because they're like, she went upstairs. I'm like, I'm just going to hang out by the stairs. Because it's like you walked up these stairs and there was a bathroom. And she came out. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but can I have your autograph? And she kind of was like, oh, Jesus Christ, she's not going to let me pass. And she's like, sure. And she signed it. <laughs> and then he came out. I was like, can I get your autograph too? Didn't know who he was. Oh, you didn't know it was Matthew McConaughey? No, because he wasn't anybody back then. What were they in together? A Time to Kill. It was a John Grisham oh. book that was made into a movie. Oh, okay. I mean, like he was nobody. And then the second time, I have these great stories about her. The second time was when Blindside was premiering, having their movie premiere at the Britannia uptown in New Orleans. So everybody was out, not a lot of people, like maybe a hundred people were out there and we were walking the dogs and we're walking up. I was like, what's this crowd doing here? And all of a sudden I started hearing the who dat chant and I was like, what is going on? Well, I realized Saints players were going in and Sandra's car pulled up like right in front of us to let her out. We had, I had two black German shepherds at the time. And so they were sitting, they were fine. And she came out and she kind of jumped when she saw us. And she's like, oh, what pretty puppies and kind of kept going. Nobody gave a shit she was there because at the same time, Drew Brees was walking by. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get yeah upstaged by Breeze. Sorry, everybody went bananas, and I was like, "But this is Santa." Do y'all no? Okay, fine. Like nobody cared. Nobody cared. She was there. That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's, and the no, whole that podcast. was a great story. <laughs> no, I love that. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Uh, our girl uh, Sarah Paulson is in this one, American Horror Story. I love her so much. She wasn't in it long enough, man. I would have liked to see Sarah Paulson. She didn't scream. Uh. She didn't cry. Nope. I was very upset. <laughs> she didn't cry. She cried. So when she was driving the car and her eyes got like all filled with tears and stuff, I was like, oh no, I thought, I really thought Sarah Paulson was like, like going to be in this movie, but she was only in like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Another of my favorite, B.D. Wong. He's, he's the homeowner. He's, um, what is he in? Please tell me. He's Mr. Robot. He's the White Rose <gasps> and Mr. Robot. But he's in a lot of other stuff too. Yeah. You wouldn't Yeah, know. um, he's been on Law & Order SVU for like 10,000 years. No, that's not helping me. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> he's a great actor. He's been in he's been in like a million things. Okay. The the crackhead that was in the house. I just learned this. Um, I needed to be told this because I'm obviously not hip enough to know this. But the crackhead with the blonde hair is uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Any idea who Machine Gun Kelly is? So there was like a big like rap battle between Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem earlier this year. Oh, okay. So it, it sounded familiar. I just yeah, they both put out like pretty harsh pieces. songs against each other. Um, I sure, don't. Sure. I might know like one or two Machine Gun Kelly songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm look. I'm not even cool enough to say his name. All right, just me saying his no. name. I sound like a nerd. So you really do. Um, B.D. Wong was in all the Jurassic Park movies. He was the scientist that was in the engineering lab. Oh, I didn't see those. Oh, my God. He was also yeah. in the last episode of American Horror. He played Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He was in Apocalypse. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, he was one of the guys now we can in, move a, on. In, in Apocalypse. <laughs> John Malkovich. Of course, everyone knows who John course, Malkovich is. Yeah. He, but now, I am not a big Malkovich fan. Uh, yeah, I don't think I like him. Um, I mm, he's hard to like because he does very eclectic question mark. Um, yeah, is roles. he supposed to be weird like 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 Christopher Walken? Like yes, I think so. He's weird like that. But yeah, but like I, I was looking because I was like, God, I haven't seen him in anything in forever. And then I was kind of looking, and I was like, Oh, he's been a lot of stuff, but I haven't seen any of them. Like, he was in Zoolander 2. I'm sorry, didn't even watch that. Um, You know, but he, back in the day, he was in a lot of stuff. And I'm trying to look and see what he is, but I can't scroll fast enough, so. I mean, people say that being John Malkovich is like a classic. I have no interest to see that movie. I I watched it. I had, it was hard to watch. Yeah. I really liked him in this movie, though. Um, he was Perfect. a great, hateable character. Yeah. Not, like, insanely obvious, horrible character. I mean, yeah. kind of is, kind of isn't. He just seemed like the old cranky neighbor that lived next door that was upset because you put your trash bags out at midnight. Yeah. Or, like, at 1130, mm-hmm. the day before the garbage comes out, and you're not supposed to put it out till midnight or till the next day. Like, he would be the one yeah. to call up people and be like, um, your garbage is out. But, no, I liked him. I thought he was really, really good. Um, and then the big sexy hunk of man in the movie is uh, Trevante Rose. He was so beautiful in this movie. Gorgeous. I could take my eyes off of him. Oh, God, he's beautiful. Um, I think it's his features. His features are very, something about his got, features, like they're very pronounced or very Nice cut. smile. He's got a good mouth. Yeah. He was a good guy. I'm yeah, he's a really young actor. He's he's like 28 years old, and oh. so when I when I learned of his age, I was like, fucking finally for once, we've got like an older woman hooking up with like a hot young guy. Because always in movies, these ugly yeah. ass men are getting with these fucking beautiful young women, and it's like, dude, never, never yeah. in your life. Yeah. Oh, you know what he was in Westworld? Was he? What did he play in Westworld? All it says is Bachelor. I don't know. <laughs> Episode one. So go back and watch that. Oh, there must have been a bachelor party at the park. I think I remember that. Um, yeah. And they were probably all with like hookers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. To see what he's in. So. Well, I can't wait to see him in more stuff. Obviously. I mean, he, he was so good in this movie. So lovable. Aw. I know. He was a good guy. guy. He was a good guy. Yeah. Poor love. <laughs> so earlier you had brought up 
like what the monsters looked like and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. at one part in the movie, the British guy comes in, right? And he's already, yes. I don't know, affected. We'll just call it that. Yeah, he definitely And he lays it. out like all these drawings all over the coffee table. And so we kind mm-hmm. of have to assume that that's what he saw. Mm-hmm. So there was a scene in the movie that got cut out where they actually do show the monster. Oh, okay. And it is in the house. I don't know which <gasps> house. It could be the house down by the river. It could be the house in the neighborhood. I don't sure, know. Sure. We don't know. It's a house. Sandy decided, um, you know, she told the director, I don't want to see it first. I want The first mm-hmm. time I want to see it is while we're filming so that you get a natural reaction out of me. Of, like, mm-hmm. a genuine being scared and frightened of this thing. So the mm-hmm. scene was kind of her hiding behind, uh, you know, um, like, kind of hiding behind, like, a door or something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of pan around and we see the monster getting closer to her and it kind of passes her by. And so when she looks at it, she doesn't look directly at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So while filming this scene, and that happens, so mm-hmm. she finally sees the monster she mm-hmm. burst out laughing. <laughs> she said <laughs> that it was the dumbest looking monster. Yikes. And once she saw it, she could not be afraid of it. Like every single take that they did was just terrible because she was not afraid of it. She was like, ah! So, <laughs> I mean, so if Sandy can't act, act yeah. afraid of it, yeah. like, you know, this thing was not scary. So I, I did manage to find a picture of it uh, because they, I mean, it was there. It was on sure. set, you know, like mm-hmm. they had makeup artists and stuff working on it. And it basically looked like if a baby and a snake merged, like if Voldemort was like an infant. Oh, okay. That's kind of what it looked like. Sure, sure. Yeah. In my head is the guy in a black sheet. <laughs> Boo. And that's why she was like, LOL. <laughs> No, it was just like, uh, just, I don't know, weird makeup. Yeah, no, that makes sense, though. Prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, uh, you, you could probably find a picture of it online if you search for it. It's. I'm glad that they didn't show it. It was not scary. But that does go to show us that at one point they decided the monsters could come in and that you didn't have to be outside. Oh, okay. Uh, to be around them. So, They're snake babies. I don't know. I'm just saying. Half snake, half babies. Yeah, they can come in tight places. <laughs> put... <laughs> Imagine that. Like, imagine no. you're, you're Sandra Bullock, no. and you're like, okay, I'm a professional. Yes. I'm going to center myself. Mm-hmm. You go, like, deep within to, like, find mm-hmm. that scary spot inside of you. And yeah, then yeah. you turn around, and it's, like, basically a giant baby. <laughs> you just... I mean, and, see, and like, Sandy has to be like, you guys, this is yeah. not working. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like she does horror movies yeah. a lot, either. You know what I'm saying? It's like... So if he didn't scare her, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. She's a tough-ass... She seems like a tough-ass chick, like, just, like, in real life, so... Yeah. Maybe it would take a lot to scare her. Yeah. Well, because didn't she date... That wasn't that a whole big thing. She dated, um... Jesse James, the motorcycle guy, for a while. She did until he cheated on her with Kat Von D. Yeah, but did, did, wasn't there, like, Nazi pictures of him that surfaced, too? And everybody was like, Sandy. Yeah, maybe around that it. same time. Yeah, yeah, that's when she was being all badass. Mm. Um, there was an alternate ending. What was that? So, okay, so obviously this this is based on a book. Yes, I'm on the list to read it. Listen to it, audio. Oh, nice. 
Uh, well, you'll have to let us know in later episodes how that is. Um, yeah. So I'm sure that they left a ton of stuff oh, yeah. out, just like they always do. I mean, they have to, yeah. you know? Yeah, you can't get it all. The alternate ending, and I don't know if it was the director or if it was, like, the Netflix people or even the writer, I don't know, but they decided know. that they just did, they just did not want to, like, depress the viewers. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were just like, look, man, 2018's been rough. Let's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's give some Netflix viewers some 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 hope for 2019. Well, and I I'm on a lot of like book groups on Facebook, and they're talking about it, and there a lot of people are very upset by the ending. So I do you want me to tell you the alternative ending? Since you're going to read the book, okay. I'll forget by then. They do escape. They do get down the river. It is Sandy and the two kids, and they get to the community. And it is not like a home for the blind or like a school for the blind. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a community of people there. I, I think that there are blind people there, but everyone else has decided to gouge their fucking eyeballs out of their heads. Yikes. Yeah. And Yikes. so that's how these people survive the end of the world, that they just <clears throat> pop those suckers right out of their noggins. The whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, are they going to Terminus or whatever that was in Walking Dead? <laughs> I mean, that's all I could think of. Is I was like, oh my God, what if they get there and they grind the children into meat patties or whatever? Ah! Like, that was just... Yeah. Yeah, okay, so not that depressing. Not Walking yeah. Dead depressing, but... Pretty bad. So she is kind of faced with the option of, look, this is how we live. Mm-hmm. Here are some melon ballers go for it like you know do the kids first and she decides not to basically decides to live her life and the rest of the kids lives blindfolded here's my thought on that she didn't like them anyways i don't know why it was such a hard choice for her because she never (laughs) named them until the last goddamn three seconds of the movie girl did you think she was gonna make that little girl look I mean, when they were in, the, I was like, oh, she's definitely making that little girl look. Even the little girl, the little girl's like, fuck. Oh, no, she's like, I'll look. She's five and she's like, fuck my life. I have to look. Shit. I totally thought, yeah, I did because I guess because she's the one, you know, she's not her child. Um, she's right. the spare. She's the one she got stuck mm-hmm. with, I guess. So, yeah, no, I totally was thought she's going to be like, okay, great. Because, I mean, you know, this is my son. Uh, I'm attached to you, obviously, girl. And let's watch it. But when they went in the water, I have a big phobia about drowning, especially at night. Don't ask. Okay. Don't ask. When they did that, I was like, (gasps) like breathing heavily because I had to make sure I wasn't underwater and drowning at night. Uh, yeah. Because it's just, it scares the shit out of me. You got out like the brown paper bag and you were like hyperventilating. Yeah, I was like... (laughs) No, the part that stressed me out so much that I had to turn it off was when they kind of, like, they get out of the boat for a little Mm -hmm. while, and she's like, stay here. And she kind of, like, wanders up, and then the little girl fucking decides to go wander around. I was like, no, fuck it, never mind, never mind. I am not about to watch this cute little girl get eaten by some scary baby monster. So I turned it off. (laughs) No, this was me. I was like, leave her, leave her. She didn't follow the rules. Leave her. <laughs> She's dead to me. Throw her over the shoulder and just go about your life. Because, listen, she said something bad would happen. She warned them. This is yeah. why all these kids are so soft these days. I, they yeah. get warnings and no I, consequences. I did like that part where she was like, 
if you do something bad, I will hurt you. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm telling you, I sat up straighter. I was like, well, shit, I'm in trouble. And I was like, wait a minute. This is all mom. <laughs> I'm scared of Sandy. <laughs> She's mean. Have you heard about the bird box challenge? When people walk around with blindfolds on? Yes. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I love it. It's like the yeah. Tide pod, uh, podcast. The Tide <laughs> pod eating thing is thinning uh. out the herd. Yeah. You've got to thin out these stupid people and knock yourself out. Yeah. I don't even understand why you'd want to do that. Ah, they're doing uh, it for the likes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, again, your Instagram life is so fabulous. But yeah, I've heard of it. Um, did you see? <laughs> I'll have to find it, see if I can find it and post it on Instagram. The We were doing the bird box challenge uh, before it was cool, and it's the office one where they're yes. at the beach. Yes. I was like, everything comes back to the office. Everything. Everything. I was dying. Was... Uh, yeah, that was a great. Yeah, and I just watched that episode the other night, too, the beach episode. Uh, so fabulous. Yeah. But the part that really, I mean, there's a few parts that stress me out, but I have to say, I thought the best part of the movie was when the English guy started going nutsoid. Yeah. And he knocked the uh, black guy out. He put the birds in the freezer. Mean. Oh, I was so stressed out about those birds. I really was. And then you, you know, and then he came upstairs and he was like, "Hand me the your. Is that your baby? Can I hold your no, baby?" And no, all I was no. All no. I was thinking was Chip in Riverdale when he was holding the twins. Yeah. And you were like, "Oh my God! Don't eat the babies!" Yes. Like that stressed me out. But I thought it was a good scene because. It kind of, everything happens so fast because you know everybody obviously dies. Yeah, yeah. In the house because it's just her and the kids. But, damn. I know. I mean, that was brutal. I wonder what would have happened if the babies saw the monsters. I'm wondering that, too. And my only thought is because they can't really see in the beginning. You oh, know, like yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, they might have been okay for, I don't know how long that cloudiness lasts. I don't six know. Six months. I literally have no idea. Hmm. I was concerned that they didn't have any more newspaper in the house. And how were they going to board up the windows? At some point, Super you have to choose that. between covering up the windows and using it as toilet paper. I mean, <laughs> you have to make a choice, man. I have so many thoughts about that grocery store trip, too. I'm, You know me. I like a plan. Yes. I'm not a good planner, but I like a plan. I'm like, you're going to the stores. There's, we don't know what. Get in and get out. What are you doing lollygagging, going up and down the aisles, looking at prices of stuff? Yeah. Grab the shit and go. I, you're the people that are stuck in some, the bottom of the Titanic, because you're like, let me find my underpants yeah. and all this shit. It's like, Go. Yeah, go. and go back to safety. She's like, non-perishable. You grab all these chips, you grab all these canned goods, yep. maybe some powdered meals. I don't know. Just boom, and get out. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. I'm surprised I, I didn't bail out then because going to the grocery store without a list is so much anxiety <laughs> for me. <laughs> Sandy had a list. She's like, non-perishables, go. Even if I go in there for like three things, I have got to write them down. I cannot go into the store without a list. You will find me laying on the floor in like like the bread aisle just going, I can't. I can't do this. Yeah. And I've actually gone grocery shopping with you and it's super stressful. Isn't it super? It's the worst thing. Oh my God. I'm terrible. Thank God for delivery, man. It's not that you're 
bad at it. I think you're really good at it. But just all the back and the forth and having to call your husband all the time, who was your boyfriend then. I was like, God damn it, just make up something. Nope, can't. <laughs> I don't care what he wants. Nope, can't. <laughs> can't do it. I'll be Side him. effect of anxiety. I'll be him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I was like, grab your shit and go. No, it's terrible. <sighs> um, is there anything is. else that you wanted to talk about? No, not really. I mean... I, it's one of those things I'm not sure if I like it or I hate it. It definitely didn't scare me at all. So that's why I guess it was lost on me that it could have been monsters. Yeah. What was the one? The other one? The Quiet Place. Like I said, the nail thing freaked me out. But just, but you knew they were monsters. So it kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I knew for sure that was monsters. This I wasn't sure. And part of me thought it was just pranks. Some sort of pranksters out there. What? Blowing wind. Because <laughs> you notice when, when the wind blew, right. then you knew shit was going down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. A windy day is like the scariest day ever. <laughs> uh, that is, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. So uh, a lot of people were upset. They felt that the movie was trying to say something about mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, some people saw them, killed themselves right away. And then we have people like the British guy. And, like, the roving mm-hmm. pack of, like, uh, wanderers that, like, would go around and try to find people and make them see. So not everybody was affected mm-hmm. by it right away. And mm-hmm. so the theory behind that is is that those people were, had some sort of mental illness. So if you were, I don't know, maybe a little bit like a, a uh, what do you call it? So, like, maybe. Sociopath? If, yeah, maybe if you were a little, like, sociopathic, it, uh-huh. it, didn't, it didn't make you want to kill yourself. It just made you want to spread it. Oh, okay. And so people were, obviously, look, somebody's going to get offended over this shit. I'm so fucking sick and tired of people being offended by everything. <sighs> uh, but yeah, they, they thought that the that the movie was trying to say, like, that mental illness is kind of spreading this suicide, this sort of suicide society that we're in now. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a load of shit. Yeah, I mean, people are dying from suicides just like they always have. It's just people are talking about it more than, like, they had everything to live for. Why did they kill yeah. themselves? I mean, I'd love to have their life. And now we're like, yeah. they had a lot of money, but obviously they were still very upset about yeah. stuff. Yeah. And mental illness is no joke and that kind of thing. So, yeah, those people can fuck themselves. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm so sick of people being a pet. I, I, as somebody who has dealt with a lot of mental illness like not even, I'm not even just talking about me like dealing with other people with mental illnesses like just go yeah. fuck yourself like the, you know yeah. they don't you don't need to be the white knight on this <laughs> <laughs> like you're not helping like that's not helping at all you know well, yeah or how people think people are depressed because they sleep all the time that's not uh, depression I mean that's a symptom of depression yeah. but you know uh, I slept all the time because I was a teenager. Yes. God, God damn, I was so tired when I was a teenager. Always! The only other thing that I want to talk about is, and we kind of talked about this briefly before we started recording, was that mm-hmm. how horror movies are often um, a representation of what's going on in America, what American fears are, mm-hmm. just like societal fears. It, it's mm-hmm. kind of like they, they usually find a way to touch on things that are just below the surface that we're not really clear that we're afraid of it, but we totally are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
we were talking, you know, back in the 50s during, mm-hmm. you know, this atomic age when science was becoming, you know, the newest, scariest mm-hmm. thing in war. A lot of the horror movies were, you know, giant Ants. animals or monsters. So, we, yeah, so we had Godzilla, which was, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of like freak science accident mm-hmm. and we had the blob and we had what was it the 50 foot woman the attack of the 50 foot woman yeah there was a giant like ant movie um yeah me and my dad used to watch all these movies yeah so, so that awesome. was like back during in the cold war when there was like a lot of tension and we were kind of afraid of like what science yeah. was gonna do well next. the bomb had been dropped that long ago on right yeah japan i mean that was like 40 yeah, but the 50s was, was Cold War era, too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's it was still in recent... They were still testing out in the desert then. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's yeah. not like now where it's so far removed mm-hmm. that you're like, I don't know why they were scared. Like, yeah. we had atomic uh, bomb drills in my class when I was in elementary. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. yeah that's how recent it was. Well, not really, because I'm 100. Yeah, so Cold War... Came back in the 80s again, but I can't think of off the top of my head any horror movies from the 80s that kind of has to deal with like our fear of science. Um, well, War Games, which isn't a war movie, but it's Matthew yeah. Broderick and mm-hmm. I don't remember who else, but that was kind of like you're playing with a Russian computer, I think it was, mm-hmm. trying to prevent uh, setting off the nuclear bombs. Um, so there may not have been horror movies, but there's a lot of movies kind of touching on that. We were always afraid of the Russians. We were always afraid of the Cold War. We were always afraid yeah. somebody was going to drop the bomb on somebody. Um, it was a big fear. And, and honestly, I don't know if you know this, but in case it comes back again, back around, if they drop the bomb, you go under your desk and you, you, know, you cover your head and you're fine. Totally safe. Totally, totally safe. safe. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> so go under your table, it's, cover your it's head. Like when- you're out the next day. When my day. dogs are scared, I just put the blanket over them, and I'm yes. like, there, you're fine now. <laughs> you're fine. I don't, I don't know what your problem is. Um, no. In the 60s and 70s, we got, like, really gruesome, gory movies. Mm-hmm. That's when we saw, like, um, Halloween and mm-hmm. uh, Friday the 13th, stuff like that, mm-hmm. where there was a lot of blood and gore. There was a lot of fear back then of, like, counterculture. Yes. Uh, so we got, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We were afraid of the others, you know? Well, People who weren't normal like the rest of us. Yes. And there was a lot of, like, satanic panic kind of stuff, even before there mm-hmm. was a satanic panic. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Yep. Very gory. And they had yeah. a lot, especially in, like, the late 60s, early 70s, a lot of these hilarious horror movies with Vincent Price, always, uh, all these other actors, old actors playing like Dracula, and it was like Dracula at the disco, and Dracula, yeah. <laughs> you know, at the love end, Dracula at Woodstock, you know, that kind of stuff. But then it progressed into the Halloweens. And I think yeah. that was too, like, even though they were babysitters before, it was more, people I think were more mobile. So instead of like in the 50s when maybe they would be within like a mile away, people mm-hmm. were leaving a babysitters and going maybe to the next town. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Seems like a lot of babysitter kind of thing. Anytime you're watching a child, you're obviously going to die. Right. Look at poor Sandy. Sandy that's broke why, for 40 that's hours. That's why I didn't care if the kids died because I was like, better than than me. I can't help <laughs> it. That's how I was brought up with the horror movies. <laughs> um, yeah, there was, I, there was another article I read a long time ago when you touched on Vincent Price. Um, it made me think of this, that if you want to know what was going on in America... All you have to do is look at how we viewed vampires at yes. that time. <laughs> and I just love this theory. Yes. I love it so much. So, like, 
you know, back, I don't know how to say it. What's the first vampire movie? I don't know how to say that word. Nefra. Um, shit. You're going to say it. Nosferatu. Nefra- Nosferatu. No, Nosferatu. Yeah. That was hard. That was, that was a kind of a xenophobia thing where, mm-hmm. you know, he was like this monster that lived elsewhere in this big scary castle. He mm-hmm. obviously represented Germans. And then, you know, you skip forward a little bit into the 90s and then we've got um tom cruise and brad pitt that's like 70 years (laughs) Uh, whatever (laughs) we skip forward a few years and then we have twilight (laughs) just just obviously the next thing that happens well that's where i wanted that's what i really wanted to talk about yeah let's talk about twilight (laughs) (laughs) we should do a podcast on twilight no we absolutely should not Um, absolutely should so but then in the 90s we got tom cruise and brad pitt and Mm. which was like one of the most like homoerotic movies that I personally have ever seen and so we definitely had some fears going on of gay culture at that time we were just coming off of the AIDS epidemic and then you know of course Twilight which is completely a representation of uh, sex before marriage and and let your man do whatever he wants to to you as long as he comes around well what it is is that you know as long as you're married he could, you know, what happens, you know, who cares then? Okay. It's just, everything is fine well, as long as you're married, you know? Damn, I'm, da- I'm doomed. Fucking Mormons. <laughs> um. <laughs> P.S. We should say that we actually went to go see the first movie together. And I think the second and third one together. Yeah, we saw all of them together. And we, I think we, by the third we one, walked we were, out of the third one. <laughs> by the third one, we were <laughs> laughing out loud. Yeah. Loudly at the theater. Yeah. I'm surprised everybody didn't throw us out. Look, after, by the second one, we were just using it as an excuse to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Those babies were awful. They were so bad. <laughs> well, yeah, and um, why is it always the babysitters? I really am circling back to that. Because nothing represents, as uh, America as a whole, mm-hmm. there's no better representation than a beautiful, young, innocent teenage girl. Naked, you know? brushing her hair, watching young Yeah, children. because America also wants to be sexy at the same time, <laughs> but they want to be innocent and a virgin, basically a virgin. That's, that's yeah. everyone is always obsessed with a beautiful virgin, you know? P.S., every time I brush my hair, I have to strip out of all of my clothes. What? Where did that come from? That's because they always do that. They're always putting on makeup or brushing their hair, like in Halloween in these movies. With underwear on and nothing oh. else. And I'm like, yeah. what? Your clothes yeah. on first, then you put everything else on. Because <laughs> yeah. you're going to mess up your hair. What is wrong with you people? I don't know. I, I get know. so upset by that. <laughs> uh, okay, anything yeah. else? Um, No, but let's just talk about horror movies the rest of the day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do have some scary stuff coming up this month. I'm so excited. We actually sat down and planned out our shows. We are going to stick to them. Maybe. Even though last episode we said we were going to watch a series of unfortunate events, I decided not to because... <laughs> she was... Look. This is the story. She was sick for a couple of days, binge-watched everything out there. Everything. And everything. I come back from my vacation. She's like, I hope you haven't watched this yet. It was like... January 1st or 2nd. I was like, no, you fool. Of course I haven't. And she's like, okay, because we're not doing that. We're doing Bird Box. I was like, two hours? Perfect. Yep, yes, I'm all on board. Yeah. Didn't care. Yeah, this is and this is actually an easy schedule for us, too. Yeah. So next week we're going to cover You. That's on Netflix. Yeah, You has one series. It just came out on Netflix. It was on Lifetime, I think. Of course, all great not. series start on Lifetime. On Lifetime, yeah. But it's weird because I swear to God... 
the last time I looked at it on Netflix, it said that it was a Netflix original, and I know that it was on Lifetime before. It was, it was on, on Lifetime before. I don't know. Maybe it was like a co-produced maybe by Netflix, maybe. or Netflix bought the rights yeah. to it. Yeah. And maybe they're going to do a, another one, because I, there was this, another book that came out after you. That's like a sequel ah, to this. Awesome. So, yes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know if there was a sequel. Okay, I, I so. haven't downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yet. I've already watched it. You read the book. Mm-hmm. It is a drama and it's a thriller and this motherfucker is crazy. Did so, it make you um, nuts? Because I feel like it would make you completely insane. Why? Um, Because it's a controlling man. Yeah. And stalkerish, And that's kind of one of your triggers. Um... I, well, I will say this. So, if you guys are going to binge watch this with us, I hated the first episode. And I really did almost bail. Because mm-hmm. he, the main character, is such a horrible man. Yeah. Like, just, like, yeah. not even a person. Like, he's a horrible man. Like, he mm-hmm. is every girl's worst nightmare. Yeah. And so, I, I hate, like, I, I, I was triggered. Yeah, yeah. I hated him so much. Yeah, I was like, she's not going to, I was like, are you have you seen no, it? No, but I, I, I stuck with it. And I did have a hard time with it because I like to have somebody to root for. Yes. And there is no one to root for in this show. So, yeah. you know, just go into it knowing that. But watch it. Just you watch guys it. are really going to love it's it. It's really good. Well, the book is. So then after that, we're going to do our first true crime docuseries. We're going to do Innocent Man, um, again, which I've already watched when I had my cold. Me too. Um, (laughs) it's a true crime series Um, I think this is the first time that we'll be dealing with like murder and stuff like that so that episode will probably be hilarious no it won't (laughs) we'll be like (laughs) lol you should know better and all this stuff because we're experts at everything so later this month Netflix is putting out a show about um, I wanted to say Al Bundy (laughs) I mean I would watch that too Netflix is putting out a series about Ted Bundy. Also known as Al. <laughs> also known as Al. They are n- nothing alike. Uh. <laughs> sorry. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Yes, we're very excited. I don't know too much about that one. Like I said, that one's coming out later this month. So You don't know about Ted Bundy or you don't know about the series? No, I don't know about too much about the show. I was like, Jesus, are you new here? <laughs> do you want to do Obsession Session? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you just I'm always like, yes, and I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. No. I, I have two. Okay. They're real quick. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really funny. It's a funny kind of story. So, as everybody knows, we listen to My Favorite Murder. They're one of the inspirations for us to start this because we're like, they do it. How hard can it be? Guys, turns out this is hard. <laughs> and we don't do, we don't do a, a, a minuscule of what they do. And I'm like, this is so hard. <laughs> anyway, so a week or two back on one of their mini-sodes, they talked about this book called The Haunting of Annabelle. I think you would really like it. It's by Wendy Hurd, H-E-A-R-D. And I had it from the library. So I was like, oh, it's on my list. So I stopped everything else I was doing, and I've been listening to it ever since. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. I really like it. It deals it deals with mental illness. It deals mm-hmm. with kind of the, the, the system uh, when a mental ill person commits crime, sort of. It's just, a, it's a really good story. It's set in the 80s. <sighs> so good. I'm almost done with it. So um, that's my first thing. What's it called again? Uh, Haunting of Annabelle. Okay. Really good. Also, my second thing is <sighs> when we went to Epcot, 
last week or what, how, whenever that was. It feels like a year ago. <laughs> We're just coming off of that period between Christmas and New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> I don't know what day it is still. I'm yeah. not sure when what's going on. And the vacation feels like forever ago. I was going to buy a Dooney and Burke purse at Disney World. I was like, I looked them up. I was like, I want one of these like four purses, la, la, la. So we go there and for 20 minutes, I'm like, hmm. And I'm picking them all up and I'm looking at them. I never make up my mind. So I was like, obviously, I don't want this bad enough. Um, if they had a Haunted Mansion one, it had been a done deal. But they didn't. So instead, I used that money to buy a Roomba. Nice. But it's not a Roomba. Uh, it's a shark or something. I'm so jealous. Girl, I, I think they have one now. I think it's a shark one at Target for like 200 bucks. So worth it. Dustin will love you forever. Ever, if you bought this thing. Yeah, but if I buy it, Dustin might not need me anymore. <laughs> well, you still have to base they, nah, you still have to dust the baseboards. Oh, so, okay, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, we have not used it around Harper yet, um, which is my dog, <laughs> so it may be torn up in a few minutes. Um, oh, I hope she doesn't nah. eat it. She'll be fine. Um, yeah. she was fine with my parents, but my parents had a new one they had bought because their old one had died, and I'm like. We need this thing. I, I don't know why we haven't gotten one. And so I was like, I didn't get the purse. I'm buying this. And it's way better than the purse um, purchase would have ever been. I oh, yeah, for sure. I love it so much. Uh, and it does hardwood. It does carpet. And I think this one mops, too. But I haven't. Cool. Right? I don't have uh, to do anything ever again. Your house is going to be so clean. Except for I live in an apartment, so it's not. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's got blood stains on the floor. <laughs> Okay. My obsession session this week, uh, like we said, I was sick and bored out of my mind. Like, you guys, I got this cold, and all I could do was sleep and sleep and sleep. And just doing anything, I was just, like, the fatigue was real. She didn't go to the gym. I I didn't go to the gym for, like, two go. weeks. <laughs> I wanted to die. So, yeah, I went back for my first time yesterday. Oof. And so I had pre-workout for the first time yesterday. Oh, jeez. I thought I was just going to, like, vibrate down the street. Like, I was like, oh, that's too much caffeine. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I watched a ton of TV while I had this mm -hmm. cold. And I posted something on Instagram. You can see all the shows that I watched on Instagram. Binge watch with us all one word. So I started watching a show called Travelers, which is a Netflix original show. What made me start watching it was a post on Reddit where somebody was like, you guys, why aren't we talking about Travelers? This is like a really, really good show. And I was like, I look, I'm going to be down for like another 48 <gasps> hours probably. Oh, with um, What's-His-Face from Will and Grace. Yes, that's actually okay. one of the notes that tell Lisa it's What's-His-Face from Will and, Will and Grace. <laughs> it's, all I need. it's Will from Will and Grace. It's all I needed to know. Yeah, so there's three seasons. It's a really good show. I don't know if it's a Lisa show. I don't think that you would like it. Mm. It's mm. sci-fi. Again, it's called The Travelers, and it's about time travelers. Mm. And they kind of come back to, like, save the world. But it's a mm. good drama uh, it's got some funny, some funny characters in it too. Mm -hmm. It's just overall, it's a well-rounded show. It's really well acted. Yeah, like two of the main characters are super hot, so <laughs> I mean, that helps too. <laughs> boom! Yeah. That's all we need to know. I don't care what else is about. I'm just so kidding. that's that's literally that's all I've been watching is Travelers. Um, I finally finished it the other day. I probably when I like something, I go back and watch it again. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably start watching it for a second time 
Mm-hmm. I really I can't wait for season four to come out. It's it's really really good. Yeah. Um, so, but that's but that's if like if if you're into like a sci-fi kind of mm-hmm. thing. If like mm-hmm. say like supernatural is not your thing, or uh, <laughs> you know, so like stuff like that. It's 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 sort of <laughs> that kind of thing. And then also, I've only watched two episodes of this, but I wanted to tell you specifically about it. There's certain people where I've had to, like, I'm like, you, watch this show. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Tidying Up. <gasps> yes! It's on Have my list. Have you seen this? I haven't uh, watched Of course you know I haven't watched it. It's on my list. I don't, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Netflix is so good at knocking out these shows that it's like, and we'll soothe you down into <laughs> Into submission and watch Netflix for the next 34 hours. Um, yeah, it's a tiny little Japanese woman. Yes, who wrote a book, right? Yes, she wrote a book, and apparently the book was, like, widely popular. I didn't yes. know about it. And yes. it basically, like, teaches you not just how to keep your house clean, but the mentality behind keeping it up. Yeah. The the thoughts behind having a tidy house. I really, mm-hmm. I really liked it. I hope that Dustin never meets her because that is his soulmate for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because she's Him tiny. and this woman, legit, they belong together. Yeah. So, because some of the things she talks about in the show about, you know, how to keep your place tidy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking over at Dustin on the other side of the sofa and I'm like, he does that. But I know he hasn't, like, read this book or anything. Like, these are just things he instinctively oh, knows. My you know? God. Yeah. 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 Frightening. So, uh, it's really Frightening. soothing. I liked it. The first episode is, like, with this married couple, and honestly, they're fucking horrible people. So if you just get past how bad these people are. Yeah. And it's great because you get to judge them for their fucking messy-ass fucking house. So. Yay! <laughs> yeah. The only reason why I'm watching. I love her face when she walks in and she sees a mess. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where we keep our clothes. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been wanting to watch it. I just realized something about myself when I was at my parents' house, which is I don't like to do something unless I can do it all in, like, one sitting. Mm. Yeah. Like, supposedly I wouldn't turn in my homework when I was a kid, and then my teacher said she would find it in my desk because I wouldn't turn it in, and almost everything was right on it but one question, but because it wasn't perfect, I wouldn't turn it in. Hmm. Which then the light bulb went off, and I was like, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, housework, like, I don't mind the, the vacuuming or the steam cleaning. The dusting, I only mind just because my allergies, I'm so allergic to it that it's really hard for me to do. Like, yeah. if, if I do a little bit of it, I'm, like, down for the rest of the day. If I can't do it, like, all in a day, so let's say I around 10 o'clock, I'm like, I want to do A, B, and C. Well, we have to do this. Well, we have to do it. I'm not going to have time, so then I just don't do it. <laughs> Instead of like, change the sheets on the bed. Done. Yeah. And then tomorrow, one, wash yeah. the old sheets. Yeah, just do one thing at a time. No? Well, this All isn't so much cleaning. This is more so like junk, you know? Like stuff. <gasps> oh, no, she's going to tell me to get rid of my pops. She wants you to get rid of every fucking thing in your house. <laughs> yeah, so it is It is soothing. It, it did. Insp- it actually did inspire me to like get up and and tidy something up. We have one drawer, one drawer in the house that drives this man insane. And it's like the drawer that we keep like pens and like notepads and stuff uh, in. Mm. And so when you shut it, like all the pens roll around and it makes him insane. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go buy some because that's that's one of the things she teaches is like everything has a home. 
Yeah. Even little mm-hmm. things. Even the little yeah. things have to have a home to go mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get a home for those pens in that drawer. So. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look so. at you. Yeah. So yeah. it's soothing, but also just be, just be careful because it, you might be like, shit, I need to go clean. Like, <laughs> Well, and I've seen a lot of people say that on my book sites, they're like, I read the book and it was great. And I didn't really do anything with it, but now I'm watching the show <laughs> and I've watched an episode and I can't talk because I have to clean the rest of the uh-huh. day or yeah. I have to tidy and that's what I'm always afraid of in those shows because we do have a lot of, like, pops. We actually bought three more or four more today. Don't ask. Uh-huh. You know, I like them, but then sometimes I'm like, oh, so much clutter. Know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I'm afraid if I watch that show, then I'm going to be like, all these have to go. They all have to go. That might happen. Yeah. Yeah. That and might happen. Yeah. Then we're going to have issues because <laughs> we're talking thousands of dollars um okay well let's let's wrap this up you guys go watch you on netflix yes uh it's really really good i really liked it lisa likes the book i think she's gonna like the show i'm so excited subscribe to us on itunes please we have a ton of subscribers yeah we i here's the thing guys who are you who are you who are you we want to know i'm suspicious of you I need to know. <laughs> we feel like you? you're judging us on the internet, and we want to know why you're judging us. Sure. Uh, yeah, so like I can us. fight with you on the internet. No, I'm kidding. I would never <laughs> no. fight with somebody we on the internet. We would never fight with anybody on no. the internet. We're not uh, that brave. No, but hit us up on Instagram. Send us oh. send us a DM, comment on our pictures, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we're on Instagram, binge watch with us, all one word. I think or email it. us. At uh, bingewatchwithus at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. have ideas for shows or suggestions. Yeah, if you're watching something and, and nobody else you know is watching that show and you're like, I have to talk about this or I'm going to explode, mm-hmm. let us know. We'll watch it with you. We'll totally uh, watch it that week and throw whatever else we're watching to the side. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's look, it's not a hard care. schedule. No. Uh-uh. I think maybe four times at the end of the episode where I've said, this is what we're watching next week. We actually fucking watched it next week. Like, I, I'm always changing my mind. And that's always just Riverdale. Riverdale is always <laughs> constant. Everything else goes by the wayside. Uh, rate and review us. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out on the show. We'll read your review, whether it's good or bad. But Totally. Uh, and then we'll cry good. for the rest of the episode if it's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, we'll be back next week. Um, go watch you on Netflix. Yeah. And I forgot I forgot how to end this show. We just say bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>